Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Road to Freedom podcast. I'm Patrick. And I'm Matt. This is episode 19, the 1-9. The 1-9. Yes. Uh, and in this episode, we just got some stuff to talk about, and that's pretty much it. Uh, just a few news stories, a few yeah. uh, social media interactions, and um, hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this, we are recording this kind of a back-to-back episode, but hopefully the government is still shut down. Hopefully, you're, you're hope so. okay hiding from the aliens that have come in that have attacked us in this uh, vulnerable time, uh, what probably is happening is uh, the government's back up and running, and uh, we have a new uh, uh, boondoggle of, of a wall that uh, has to be built, and uh, the, all the old white people in uh, in Congress and uh, in the government are, are getting exactly what they wanted. They just had to uh, pretend to uh, hate each other a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I think Matt's starting out with his uh, news stories. Yeah, I got a, a little local article I found. It was from December 18th. It's, uh, it's talking about Winky and their ha- their plan to house some migrant workers to uh, in Comstock right there near their, um, their greenhouse. And I think first thing about this is, especially the lady they interview for this, I think she, when she hears migrant workers... She's thinking immigrants. I'm not sure. I can neither confirm nor deny that. I but mean, I don't you think... are assuming first she's a woman and second yeah. she's white. Yeah, how dare I? Yeah. But um, she, it's just, I, I think she doesn't realize migrant workers just means not from the area. Like, you could get some guy from Gary, Indiana, or I don't know, Nashville, Tennessee, that needs a job. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll work seasonal. Because that's the problem. Winky has trouble hiring people in um, the local community. Because no one wants to work, and the I mean, or the ones that do don't necessarily want a, a seasonal job. Yeah, and so this is like a a, a, a farm. It's a greenhouse. Yeah, a yeah. greenhouse for different. So plants. I mean, yeah, you have some people that work twenty four seven for the greenhouse all year round, but the you know a, a big percentage of their uh, gov- of their stuff is. Uh, yeah, is is um is is ready to be harvested but they don't have the the workers for it so they need the labor and they need it to be affordable in order to yeah uh, you don't want to keep to get, get i don't know to to re-green their greenhouse or something though. yeah you don't want to keep all the workers that you need like in the summer and the spring and everything like that year round because in, now in the winter i mean pretty sure Wink, winky's not even open right now yeah the winds of winter yeah but um so this goes on to talk about how Winky is planning to bring 34 migrant workers in January to live in four houses that uh, the business owns just adjacent to their facilities on uh, North 30th Street. So this greenhouse has uh, jobs, capital, housing, and the ability to bring in and pay people who they can afford and who want to work in order to uh, provide a profit for the business. Yeah, and they have so much that... I don't understand why this is a new story. They also intend to bring 50 workers in March um, who will be housed in other locations provided by a contract company. Um, They plan to build more cabins 
uh, behind their existing houses where they're going to house people, but they have to get all those plans approved by the local government before they can move up, sure. move ahead with well, it. You know, obviously, you need central planning. So Comstock isn't this giant community. No, it's, it's, it's tiny. Yeah. So what? Eighty workers coming in is a pretty decent amount. If if you had a manufacturing plant open up a, a business and bring in eighty people, I mean, yeah. Comstock would grow huge. Oh yeah, and that and they even go as far as say like they pay their people starting thirteen fifty four an hour. Wait, why wouldn't they pay them minimum wage? Because you can just pay the bare minimum, and the rich business people get get all the profit. Well, I don't understand. It, and the crazy part is, is they they say uh, um, that's that's the starting pay for both migrant and local workers. So the fact that, I mean, that just goes to show you. The people in Comstock or just locally here in Kalamazoo, they either just don't want to do, uh, or we don't have enough people that want to do like summer and seasonal work, or they just they they're getting different jobs. Nobody wants to do green. I don't know what the problem is, but they do say in the article that the reason they're pulling these migrant workers in is because they're they're not able to find enough work here in the city. Huh. Like they can't find enough workers to work for them, even though they pay a, a good wage. Yeah. Um, it- Minimum wage is uh, it, it's it's stopping people from uh, who have no skill from entering in, and so uh, there's no labor available to uh, this greenhouse area, and so they have to exceed what minimum wage is in order to be attractive to businesses. Yeah. So uh, when you have uh, socialists talk, talk about how uh, the evil capitalists hold all the power and you know, they just want you to starve. Like this, this is the power of of labor. Like this is your labor movement right you here. Don't need a union it's, for it. It's it's being uh, kind of uh, 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 seductive enough. It, it still it still falls under the same rules that a- anything in economics does. If you have a demand, but the supply isn't there, in order to increase the supply, you you know, you're 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 you're, you're um, the demand has to, to, to shoot up too, yeah. so it's it's you have to you have to offset it. So, um, yeah. So it's it, this sounds this still sounds like a non-story. So I'm I'm unsure of, of where you're going with this, Matt. Yeah, and well, and then they go to say too that um, they're bringing in these migrant workers under a federal H-2A program that allows them to bring um, guests in. So they're they're bringing these what do they call them guest workers seasonally. Um, through a federal program already too, um, and this is where it gets interesting because resident—I won't give her name, just a resident. It says her full name. It'll in the be article. in the attached news story if you want. Yeah, to you can read it, but I just don't feel like saying it. Are, are you, you going to have to do a, a southern accent on, onto it? Uh, no, I—I <laughs> I grew up in Comstock, so I know that they talk. They—they they might talk weird, but you know, not southern. Oh, okay, but. Uh, she goes on to say, she uh, this this resident says that uh, her and her husband live across from Winky Greenhouse. They lived there since before the greenhouses were even built. Um, and uh, she says, what does she say? Oh, it says something that gets all like, you know, folky, where it's like she's heard the time clock beep on the intercom for the greenhouses <laughs> for years. Back in the day, um, the companies <laughs> when they had the large clock machine yeah, to punch. Like, <laughs> Lunchtime. The 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 uh the pterodactyl blew the whistle and Fred yeah. Flintstone uh went down the brontosaurus's yeah. uh tail. 
Um, but she says the company's latest plans took her by surprise. Um, she complained that neither the business nor government notified residents in the area of these migrant workers. But, I mean, the Winky already owns a plot of land for then they have houses on that. That's where they're going to house the first 34 workers. Why, why do they need – well, I mean, we, you don't need to tell the local gov, uh, local residents like, hey, I just uh, I just wanted you to know, hopefully you agree with us. We're bringing in migrant workers. Like it's – they're doing it through a program. So 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 no one's coming in and taking their land, which yeah. could be done by eminent domain yeah. by the government. I mean, this is land but, already owned by Winky. Okay. So and no one's saying that uh, that they have to demolish and uh, anything around around her community uh, to to uh, upset her her the first folksy area. They're not doing anything, and the the plot of land that they already have these houses on. Winky wants to build um, cabins behind those houses, so it's still they're just building, but they're building on their property, and it's not going to be these gigantic things. It's just enough to house fifty people, and Again, they're not these migrant workers are not taking jobs away from local because you scroll up a little bit and the spokesman, spokesman for Winky states that um, there aren't many people who want to come and do this work. It's hard physical work and that they're having serious challenges getting people to work there in the area. So so migrant workers aren't even taking away jobs from the local people. They're filling in jobs that the local people don't want. Wow. Um, and then this lady says, um, migrant workers will not benefit Comstock and they will send money they make back to their families. So she's pretty much saying like the money they're getting paid here is not going to go back into the community. But I mean, that's what happens when you have people in the community that don't want to work at that job. So you get people from outside of the community. Obviously their job, their money is going to go outside. Yeah. Some still going to go into the community because you know, those people are going to. You know, they're not going to want to make their meals every day. They're going to want to, like, eat at a restaurant here and there. I mean, so some of the money's still coming into the community. So she she wants the workers to be forced to pay to to fund the community, not realizing that the business that is coming, that that, that is there uh, by having this increase in labor yeah. is going to increase their output. Which then will increase be their profits, which <laughs> is more money that this company can put back into the yeah, community and have it be stolen by the local government too, if yeah. you want to take it that way. But you have those people who who are not migrant. Uh, it's not a migrant business. Yeah, it's migrant workers, and yeah, unfortunately, when when you have to bring in, like you said, migrant people, uh, their money goes out, and uh, if you don't want that to happen, go rustle up some people to do this uh, this labor for that that price. And you wouldn't believe it, though. This lady keeps getting more interesting. And these are just small little sentences, but she every single one she keeps saying, it gets more interesting. She goes on to say, without their own transportation, she thinks that the migrant workers will be just walking the streets. Not like there's sidewalks they can walk on. She, she, um, so she's worried about the, the private streets being walked on by the, this, this no, group the of ruffians. public streets. Oh, you mean the ones that anyone you know, can walk down? the public streets that anybody can have access oh, to. Oh, man. That, that's, um, that's, but that's the hard. spokeswoman for Wenke did say the company will provide transportation to and from the housing to stores and other needed amenities. So not only are they they're working <laughs> like across the street, so yeah, they're going to have to cross that street to, if they walk to work, but if they need to go to the store, they need to go whatnot, that the company is now going to provide transportation for them. 
I, I'm 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 unclear. This this seems like the company is losing money by by trying to make uh, their neighbors happy with their uh, can I say probably racist attitudes. I mean this is this is ridiculous. How how dare you uh, uh, provide jobs, uh, do what you want with your business, your property, and then on top of that, treat your workers that you're paying a decent amount, but it's hard work with added advantage of also having transportation and uh i, I think uh it wasn't there also talk about like giving them stipends for for local food and stuff like that yeah, I think so. um so yeah th- this is this is the idea of local central planning puts in people's minds i don't want quote unquote these people and these people for years has been always uh uh minority type people whether it be uh the irish the jews the blacks the asians i mean you pick a whatever non-majority group is this has been the attempt to get uh uh whatever minority group people in uh to stay out of these areas and here you have uh the understanding that government is force and it's used to try and stifle business in order to keep out the others and this is this, this is what um uh, a non-libertarian point of view gets you because for libertarians you um you view people as individuals and not as uh, people groups yeah. because you know you 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 can make up a people group if you're you know looking at a, a macro perspective but not every migrant person is a uh, tattoo, face tattooed, you know, gun toting yeah. uh, hooligan. And the fact that this is coming out to be a big deal in the news article when it's not, it should, this shouldn't <laughs> yeah. even be a news article. But the fact that it's coming out, like, it doesn't say in here how long Winky's been using migrant workers. So mm-hmm. I, f- I feel, and it's just my feeling, that it's it's a newish thing they're doing. May not be the first year, but it I mean, would, it I wouldn't be a news I article without it. I don't yeah. remember hearing anything about migrant workers before at Winky, but also. Uh, I don't he- ever hear if they had migrant workers before. I don't remember in recent years hearing any very negative things about it. So this is where the most ridiculous thing this woman says comes out. Wow. So the um, the resident that um, lives across from Winky is now – this is what she goes on to say. She said that the male workers will require babysitting. Mind you, she's talking about adults. They'll require babysitting and wonders who will intervene if something happens. She says, and this is a quote, who takes responsibility for the people? What if they break in and I go in my garage and they shoot me? <laughs> just just let that sink in. She's already uh, migrant workers who she's never met. She has no idea where they're coming from. She has no idea their background. You know, it's not they're not openly saying, hey, we're hiring criminals for this. This is just migrant workers. People who can't find a job where they're at and can find a job here. And she's already saying that the men are going to need babysitting. So I, I I don't know if she's insinuating that they're going to go out on raping rampages. Well, or it is a rape culture. Sexual assaults. We're all okay with that. And then she says, what if they break in? So now she's just assuming they're going to break into her house. What if she doesn't have that nice a house and I they mean, don't want to break yeah, in? Yeah, I, I doubt she's uh, living then, the high life here. And then she's accusing, like, what if I go into my garage then and they shoot me? Like... So now you're just saying that my, you're going to get shot by migrant workers if you're if Winky allows them. Like it, that's it's just such an asinine yeah. thing to say. Well, it, she she wants to you know have the hysteria of of this uh, 
this group of people. But if you want to take a group of people that are a danger to her, she should look at her own family. Because statistically speaking, at the micro level, macro level, you're more likely to be shot and killed by the people in your own house or the people that you know than by anybody else. So her husband should be kicked out of the house. Her husband's and, more likely to shoot her than these mine yeah. workers. And, and who's going to take responsibility? Statistically speaking. Uh, if, if, if that happens, if crime happens... Who's going to take responsibility is the person who commits the crime. Mm. If it's a migrant worker, then, you know, then they commit violence upon somebody or, um, you know, uh, creates property and, crime. And Winkler they're already they're incentivized to make sure they do background checks or or, or, or um, keep a good handle a good point. on the workers. Yeah. Because if, if one of their migrant workers does something bad in the community, then it not only reflects, I mean, that migrant worker is probably going to be sent home. And it reflects bad on the company mm-hmm. for bringing them into the community. Yeah. So they already are incentivized so to make sure they get good. So you're saying that there's a good. social aspect to this where it probably could uh, be uh, be done without the government use of violence in order to stop people from coming in. Like th- this is this is idyllic status of uh, uh, understanding of 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 local town laws is that it's used as a sword to stop other people or things that I don't like. I don't like this, so I don't think anybody should do it. I don't like change. I like the way yeah. things were since... And Winky's been around a while, or, so this or is the lady that's been living yeah. in the same house. Here's something that change. might happen. Let's look at all the 20 different things that might happen. Well, you know, your own husband could suddenly find a hot chick online and murder yeah. you for your $12 that you probably have. Yeah. Well, yeah, speaking of that... <laughs> She believes that migrant workers coming in is going to make her property values go down. She's, this is another quote, and the resident says, My property value is going to decrease substantially. So she's already claiming that it's going to go down substantially. Substantially. That is our retirement, supposedly. First Boom. thing I have to there say to is. that. First thing I have to say to that. Who in the heck is going to use their property value as a retirement fund? Like this lady, so she's been there. I don't, I don't know when Winky was established. She's been in that house since before Winky, so yeah. I don't know, 20, 30 years, whatever. So why are you all of a sudden going to sell your house? Yeah, Un- unless you have a mansion, no one has ever thought of their house as being a retirement thing. Um, you yeah. know, again, this is this is it, it's an this investment, is like, maybe. Yeah, but. well, and and there's always that. There's always that understanding. But to say I'm going to have a windfall where I've sunk m- my money into this this house, like that is again, that's. 2008 housing crisis uh, theory. Like, oh, I'm just going to flip this house, turn a giant profit, and that's the windfall. Well, guess what? Maybe no one wants wants your house, even if migrants are next to you. Or maybe they they want it. Uh, maybe the business will want it, and they're going to be willing to pay for whatever the 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 asking price is. Or maybe. Uh, they're going to expand greatly because of this, and so your land becomes more valuable to that single person. Because again, w- w- where does property value derive from? It derives from a person from the government, from the state, drawing a, a a box around your property and other properties, and taking an average of what they've determined as as being valuable, and adding things like what improvements you've made and uh, the type of uh, land that's around you too. So this is like a general thing. Again, what something is of value is what something is willing to pay for it. It's not 
Like no one is guaranteed property value. Mm-hmm. If if all of a sudden, you know, um the 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 world opens up and you have uh you know the next San Andreas fault running right next to your property, guess what? Your property value is zero. It doesn't matter if you want to list it for three hundred and twenty thousand dollars. There's there's zero you know, the the uh, there's one that's in Alamo where Oh, th- this property is devaluing other properties because this person's a hoarder, and so we need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to um, go into his property and clean it up. Well, guess what? That person's still going to continue to uh, hoard, and uh, your property value is 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 meaningless. And as far as how it relates to anybody else. You're not guaranteed property value. Your property value is what someone's willing to pay for it. Like the hoarder's house. If if he, that person dies and that property value is worthless, then that's great for me because, hey, maybe I want to come in, spend, pay you know, dollars. 10 bucks mm-hmm. for a, a torn out house, demolish it. Hey, I've got, you know, four acres of land or whatever it is to do whatever I want. Then property value increases. Well, property value, again, it's what someone's willing to pay. I'd be willing to pay 20 bucks for a hoarder's house so I could demolish it and have land. Uh, you know, if he's if the, the state's willing to hold out for more because they have some arbitrary number where it's like, oh, here's what the assessor, the state agent, has put the value on it. That's $24,000. Well, you know, if no one pays for it, then whatever that person sells it for, that's what your property is valued at. So, I mean, under the libertarian idea, property value would still probably have some sort of uh, uh, number. You know, you'd go to uh, ABC Assessor and they would put, you know, this uh, type of value with this type of of way of assessing how it is. Uh, You know, they'll look at only the materials and the improvements that you made uh, upon it, not what type of neighborhood you live in. But then maybe you pay for XYZ Assessor to do a... Uh, what people in the area's houses have been purchased for who uh, have a similar, you know, uh, uh, style and makeup and, um, you know, whatever that might be. Um, So under libertarian ideas, there still would be property value uh, uh, attributed in the way that probably the state doesn't, but you'd have the ability to get different numbers. And again, that's still like just a, we're, we're, we're to point the bow and arrow. It's not the target. The target is, you know, it's it's just the, the same thing as saying, uh, okay, I listed my house for $100,000, but then someone's coming to pay $320,000 for it. Oh, well, I'm sorry, that's not the property value. Like, well, no, the property value is worth 320000 then. Yeah. They might have overpaid based on the valuation of whatever it might be, but that's... That's what that's what it is. The property value ends up just being what you, <laughs> yeah. what the person is willing to pay. So, I look ahead in this article a little bit, and and um, it does sound like Winky is trying this migrant worker for the first time because, um, so the the spokes the spokeswoman said it has a kind of like a rebuttal to everything that this resident is saying about <laughs> you know being shot and uh, having having to babysit men. She says. Um, the yeah. spokeswoman said the people who live in the migrant housing have to be vetted as part of the federal program, and they're sent home if they do something wrong. Alcohol is not allowed in the migrant housing, and a supervisor will live on site. Um, the She goes on to say, I think it's the fear of people have of the unknown. Um, 
and no, and she said noting the company will know soon if there are any impacts or increased calls uh, to law enforcement when the migrant workers arrive. And she said if we start seeing that sort of thing, then we have a reason to respond to that. Um, it would well, not be a good thing for you, them. You can respond to things after as well. Yeah. So it's she, not just a static so, thing. So it sounds like they've never tried the migrant workers before. So it's something they're testing out, and that's why – I mean, they're doing it at a small scale. 34 people, supervisors will live on site. Alcohol is not permitted at the migrant housing. I mean, yeah, these people are all adults, so, yeah, they could go out to the local bar and, and, and have a few drinks. but they're Without babysitters? Be, yeah. Are we sure? And, and theoretically, they're already going to have somewhat of a babysitter by a supervisor living on site, like, with them in a probably a different building, but they're with them. I think someone should babysit this lady. Um, and they'll find out if, if they get more um, calls. But unfortunately, with kind of basing that on call volume, because this, this resident could just band together with other residents and be like, oh, there's a man walking down the street and like oh, waste and the cops' I'll time tell you, now. That, that happens. The, the way that law enforcement responds to essentially any call, uh, we, we kind of talked about it when we did our Don't Talk to Cops episode. Uh, where, you know, you just have people who are like, there's a person filming on a public sidewalk, and they go out and investigate. Hey, what's going on today? That's an interaction with a police officer who has the ability to use violence in order to, uh, you know, take you into custody or, you know, order you to, to do something, uh, which provides a possibility for violence to occur. Or, you know, like I was in uh, the dispatch uh, center one time uh, uh, kind of doing a, a ride-along program, and this woman called and said, uh, yes, there's a black man carrying a, a TV down the, the sidewalk here. Like, is he pulling it behind him? Is that why you're calling? And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll send an officer out to, to see if we can locate him. Why? A, a, a black dude carrying a TV down the sidewalk? Yeah, heaven forbid that he bought the TV from, a, you know, his buddy and he's taking it to his house or whatever. I mean, is it, again, the, the, this is the, the aggravating part of it is when you have this attempt to try and get over racism like this seems to be clearly racist in attitude it's like well you know it's better safe than sorry like no you're telling the state i'm scared you need to do something the the person who needs to be babysat is this lady she she wants she wants an authoritative figure to come in and protect her from scary change put her house and her property in a police state and have a couple officers yeah that just they're paid to just sit there, control her movements yeah. and everything. I don't to want make her sure to ever speed. Safe. I don't want her to ever uh, have a, a sip of alcohol more than what's uh, legally allowed. Where she she might get into a car accident or kill somebody because she uh, had that sip of of alcohol. Uh, let's m- make sure all her meds are controlled so that uh, you know she, she doesn't overdose. Pill, uh, yeah. One pill too many. You know, and and you know, let, let's keep them under under lockdown where she has to go through. Uh, three points of security because her, her. I'm assuming she's an older lady. Uh, her grandchildren or children or uh, neighborhood people can't come in and and uh, steal her her medication. Mm-hmm. So let's put her under the type of strictness. Or d- does it not apply to her because she can't do anything wrong? Like th- this is this is status mentality, clear yeah. and simple. This is what attempting to 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 utilize the the threat of force through government. At a at a local, it's not even an issue. Like, if anything, this should cause you to 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 uh, hey that 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 road that we weren't able to fix. Uh, we get to tax this business more now because they're gonna 
uh, buy up more land or um, they're increasing profits and who, who knows how uh, how the particular taxes are, are established. Hey, we get to tax them more. They're utilizing the roads more. And so uh, we get to, to fix up more of it. That's great. Shouldn't, shouldn't that be happy? Nope. I'm scared of the others and uh, I have to look at, at them as a group. And I'm not even saying like, oh, this is this is what Trump's America has done. No, this has always been the case mm-hmm. for for when you have when you're not looking to yourself for your own protection. Hey, if someone's going to break into my house and and uh, my garage and steal from me, it's either that person's uh, dead or going to be arrested. In even in libertarian uh, ideal, uh, you'd still have uh, uh, people get arrested. You're aggressing upon me. I yeah. shall aggress upon you yeah. if you break into my house. Or, and or I'm going to assume that that thing's not worth it, and I can sue that person later because you know I'm able to find out who they are. Yeah. Hey, I bet you, walking across the street, uh, I bet you the person that lives in these this migrant community. Hey, look at that. What do you know? Now yeah, I can well, take hey, them to court. Yeah, I know. And they and they go on to say because they ha- they interview someone from the Kalamazoo Flower Company or Fla- Kalamazoo Flower Group, which is owned by multiple interests. Um, including Winky family members and ships products from Winky and other businesses. They, they say, whether you're three acres or 30 acres, everyone's struggling to find labor, especially seasonal labor. Labor is simply not available, or the people who will do the work are not available in the current population base in southwest Michigan. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is, like, so they're just filling a need that they have, that the right. community is not filling for them. Um, and they unfortunately, after this, after hearing from the community members about the plans, Winky Greenhouses is planning to hold uh, a community meeting, uh, you know, Wednesday, January 16th at um, at their headquarters. So just because these people went to a, 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 like a, a, a little city or township meeting and complained about migrant workers coming in, now Winky is buckling and and. Well, and I mean, which is fine. They're I mean, they're holding giving them a chance to yeah. feel like they're heard. But hey, I'm I'm being a good neighbor and a good business. I don't want any issues with my neighbors. And so, and hopefully, what happens is, yeah. hopefully, what happens is they all sit down, and the people at Winky can just explain, like, look, hey, we wouldn't have to bring these migrant workers in if people in the community wanted to work. Plus, you know, we have all these things in place, and they just reassure them, like, look, we have all these things in place that if something bad happens. We're going to do all we can to prevent that. Mm-hmm. But if something bad happens, the migrant workers go away, especially the ones that are involved in it are going to go away. Yeah. And I mean, if it ends badly for them, they might not use migrant workers again. But I mean, we're talking people who are vetted through a federal program. I mean, granted, federal vetting isn't always the greatest, but they've been at least vetted in yeah. some way. And um, these people are coming here because they can't find jobs where they live. So I doubt they're going to be like the terrible um, uh, people that this lady thinks they are because they're they're trying to, and, and I'm guessing, I don't know, you know, again, I don't know the backgrounds of these people, but I'm guessing they're trying to make ends meet for their family or at sure. least themselves, which is good on them. So it, it, why would they do anything to jeopardize that? Why would they break into this old woman's house? Why would yeah. they... Why would they just, uh, I don't know, be drunk in public or whatever crazy things this lady thinks is going to happen? I mean, how dare they utilize the sidewalks? She doesn't <laughs> yeah. even like that. Like, this is just a senile old woman that is is getting her voice heard louder than it should be. Yeah. Because the squeaky wheel always gets, you know, oiled. 
greased, whatever you say. Yeah, she needs to get greased. Because she, yeah, she needs to just shut up and, <laughs> and, and let this play out and see where it goes. What What's the problem with, hey, because they're bringing in the 34 workers soon and they're not going to bring in another 50 till March. So why not just, just let them bring in well, the 34 uh, workers, see <clears throat> how it starts. And, and yeah, here's the thing about property rights. So we talk about liability uh, in businesses. And so if, if these people create such a ruckus that uh, that it hurts the surrounding people, then what you do is you sue that business. And that business is going to want, like, it sounds like they're doing a lot to try and curb these issues beforehand and also want to expand. So what you would do is say, okay, um, this, this group of people was on your property, it's charged, you had, you know, supervisors on site, and they still did whatever, uh, the came in and stole my car. I don't know. You can now sue the company for for liability because you could probably prove that they had a uh, kind of a fiduciary responsibility to uh, to um, uh, be a greater st- uh, st- stop to that uh, to that type of behavior. Um, but I mean, like, do you think that this this uh, this business this Winky Group uh, really wants to spend all this money on uh, housing? and transportation and all this stuff, I'm telling you, they would much rather put it into uh, capital goods that uh, would uh, decrease their labor uh, uh, payments and um, increase their profits. But no, this this is the point of having a successful business, of knowing where to spend your money. And right now, it's best to have it be on labor and on top of that, to, to make their labor uh that that they're bringing in incentivizing them with a higher rate of pay than minimum wage uh a living condition so that they don't have to spend money on um housing uh and then you know care and food and and whatever else they might give them um that's their incentivization to convince these unbabysit men to leave their families to travel to a, a, a different location away from their family and support to be able to make money for, uh, for their family, which is, 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 uh, laudable. And sadly, this crazy lady thinks that she has a say in any of this, but it's not just her. I looked up a little, another article real quick to see if there's any new news. And, uh, I do like in, in this one there, um, the spokeswoman says, just like any house that you could rent out to somebody, the house is already there. There's no ordinance against leasing to whoever you want. So exactly. Like, so Winky already owns these houses. They can rent whoever they want. But they, these people, um, they said they wish they had been notified about Winky's plans. Again, a private gov- a private <laughs> a company who owns that land does not need to tell you. They're not building anything new, so they don't even they don't even really need to let the local government know about this mm-hmm. to, you know, cause you'd have to let them know if you're building things. So, but they're doing the nice thing and letting them know. And they, uh, what do they say in this? They're concerned about the workers. I'm concerned about our property value. Again, they mentioned that. I don't think we need anything like this. So it's a, one person saying they don't think they need anything like this, but they don't know. They're not the company. And she says, they're all men. It's not families, but before there were families in there and I still had trouble with them, which, I don't know what she's talking about with the trouble, but she says I still had trouble with them. So, I mean, if she's she didn't say we as the community, and I don't know what families they were. I don't know if it was 
other migrant workers they might have had. I don't know. This article doesn't go into detail, but she's saying I had trouble with them. Like, so maybe it's not. Um, it's just it, the people are just being so opinionated. Yeah. She said one person says, "I don't care where these people come from. These people are coming to work. Uh, um, yeah, these people are come are coming to work, and I understand that there's a need for workers, but not on my road, not in my community." Oop. Not where my kids live, not where my kids play. Like, yeah, but it should be on somebody else's. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's just I I don't I don't see how my these migrant workers, even if they are all men, um, that's just being sexist right there. Um, but uh, like nobody's willing to like let see let's see what happened kind of thing. I mean, it's Comstock. You live. I mean, the sheriff's department is a couple miles away. <laughs> if there's anything really bad, theoretically, I'm sure the she has them on speed dial. Should be real quick. Yeah, on her rotary phone, she's got Especially them on speed dial. Especially hearing every all the backlash right now, pretty sure the local authorities are gonna kind of be like, "Hey, we got a call about the migrant workers. Better go out quick." Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just well, yeah, this and whole it's thing not ridiculous. her road. It's not her street. Yeah. It, it, and and why is it her children? I thought it took a a village to raise to raise a child, but I'm sorry. The, again. This is what democracy looks like. You don't own that road. You don't own that street. Yeah. And you definitely don't own somebody else's property and the ability to do what, it, what they want. And, you know, they, they I wish Winky would to tell this lady to go, go, you know, kick rocks. Well, yeah, and okay, so if you don't want it, then, then, then why don't you accelerate your kid's age a little bit, depending on how it is, and tell them, or, or when that, when your kid's... This is what they, all these people with kids that have a problem with it. When your kids get to a working age, go have them take seasonal work at Winky then, and oh, then they yeah. won't need migrant workers. Well, yeah, I mean, sadly, th- this is uh, we we see the the whole like fight for fifteen and and other stuff like this. It it um it bounces out low skilled workers and and teenagers is one of those ways. Yeah. Like I've I, you know I uh, my very first job was detasseling, which is you take the top of the corn so that the male part can get in the female part, and you learn about the birds and the bees and the corn. And, uh, um, you know, I bought a PlayStation 1. Not a PlayStation 1, but a PlayStation the first. With with my very first paycheck. It was great. Uh, And, um, you know, uh, that, that was a bunch of high school kids where you, you know, you... Depending on um, the amount of your experience, you got paid more. Yeah, I had go, growing up in Comstock, I had a like a ton of my friends. Um, if I hadn't gotten a job at the you know the pizza place I worked at, I probably would have ended up at Winky or one of the other greenhouses because there's there's a few right there in in um, Comstock. I had so many friends growing up that did seasonal work for Winky. Yeah. And and I'm the other ones, but they did they did greenhouse work and all that stuff in the season. So I mean, I don't know what's going on now. I know Comstock's kind of going downwards, but um, all those migrant workers coming in. No, it's the camels who promise. No, oh, well, um, <laughs> everyone's moving out of. Wait, so you're telling me that there's a program that incentivizes uh, people to to uh, if they go through a Kalamazoo school system yeah. and be in the Kalamazoo area that uh, that and incentivizes people to move here. out to move so, in. These huh. people don't even have to move. They just say, eh, I want my kids to go to this Kalamazoo public school. Oh. But, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I grew up knowing uh, 
plenty of kids. And if and if Winky's really starting off the most unskilled labor at thirteen fifty four, my first job, granted it was back in like two thousand five, I was getting paid seven fifty. Like that's what I was getting paid minimum wage then. Yeah. Uh and these these kids you're telling a sixteen year old can just be like, Oh yeah, I wanna go work at Winky seasonally because my parents don't like Migrant workers, so they're telling me I should go work there, and they get they're getting paid thirteen fifty four, and that's the that's the biggest thing. Like, if these people don't like it, you need to do something about it. Maybe you need to take a second job in the season, <laughs> uh, lady who's complaining about it being on uh, the street that she thinks is hers. Well, and I I think uh, what she wants is for uh, women to come and do this this backbreaking work. Uh, well, yeah, because obviously men are evil. These are all. Yeah. Potential men. rapists. There's all men, and it. But they, but she, then she says, she says that they, there would be a problem. But she said they had families there before, and somehow that oh. was a problem. She doesn't say, hmm. but maybe that was a problem. Maybe it was a problem because they're families. Maybe it's going to be perfectly fine because it's going to be just men, uh, sitting there working. Uh, I doubt they're going to be wanting to go out and do that much stuff because they're going to be working their butts off. Yeah, I don't. know. And it, really, it, it's, it's these articles. What eighty people? Like you're yeah. you're not you're not talking about bringing you know six thousand people and and changing the entire you know uh, racial, social, economic makeup of a of a community. You talk about hiring people to do a job. Like this shouldn't be an issue. Like what what if what if we we uh, we said of uh, they're hiring eighty Canadians, migrant Canadians to come down, yeah. the, the the most polite Canadians that we found. And uh, and we're gonna put them there. Would she still have that same issue? Like exactly. W- w- I mean, really, what what's what's the point here? Yeah, and so, so far, like they've only interviewed the these two articles. Granted, it's only two articles. I've only interviewed like two or three residents. I don't know how many residents showed yeah. up to that thing, but I just looked it up. Population in Comstock, uh, the Charter Township of Comstock, is uh, as of 2010. So it could be different. Is just under uh, fifteen thousand people. So, I mean, that's showing a big problem there. Where you get fifteen thousand people and you can't get eighty jobs filled. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I mean, you live that. That's just a charter township yeah. of Comstock. You go outside area. that where it's only going to be. Right. You know, I live in Kalamazoo Township now. I'm still about wait six I mean, minutes away from Winky. Did, don't we have a homeless issue with with Kal- Kalamazoo? I mean, can't can't we send the homeless population over to to go get paid fourteen dollars an hour to? Right. I wonder if this lady would feel comfortable with uh, homeless people living there, some yeah. migrant workers. Or does she just want you know o- older businessmen to come in with with suits? Yeah. Like, what what's the ideal situation? Let, let's get those uh, uh, Kalamazoo kids from the college. I mean, the homeless people that were in the park. To, to come in and, and uh, do a round of uh, physical labor that the the socialists love so much because it's the uh, the the wheat field the the workers of the world including farmers well, uh, uniting I mean th- this this is what the agrarian society that uh, that you should strive for uh, is about so let's do it well and I think with this lady too um, no offense but if you're gonna come and criticize Winky for bringing in these migrant workers then then when you get, when you come to the table, you got to pony up and and come with new ideas because this is the idea that the the company has obviously thought long and hard about. They've got these vetted people that they're already gonna they have housing, they have plans to build more. So it's a it's something they want to go forward with. Like 
So if you want them to abandon all their plans, you need to come up with a better idea. And I don't see these people coming up with a better idea. Because no. um, what better idea is there? You can't get jo- seasonal jobs filled, bring in migrant workers. Well, I mean, only other idea after that is after migrant workers, you start bringing in illegals. In. Or, or robots and automation. Yeah, ro- uh, but I, who knows how well robots, I doubt Winky has the kind of cash flow to do that. Oh, no. See, this lady just wants them to spend $20,000 per uh, automatron in order yeah. to pick some flowers. But they do that. And all of a sudden, now all the people will be out of the job, oh, and you just have man. robots, except for maybe a cashier. And then, and then they'll be up in arms. Yeah. And now there's no jobs. Well, lady, make up your mind. Yep. Probably the same woman who complains at the grocery store of there being no nobody at the uh, checkout aisle. She's probably got one of those <laughs> like, uh, "Can I speak to your manager?" haircuts. <laughs> yeah. So let yeah. me speak to your manager. So yes. Uh, Enough about that. I mean, we, Winky uh, is not yeah. hurting anybody. They're not hurting anybody. Uh, it's their property. Yep. They should be able to do with, uh, on it what they want. Yep. And uh, and again, this is what democracy looks like, where you have people who complain, and uh, you just could have the force of government ruin it. And uh, again, p- apply this to you. Like, uh, uh, let's let's take this this lady. She wants to put a new deck on her on her. Uh, uh, port front porch. No, that's going to make my property value go down. I don't well, like it, it. It might. I mean, she might want to paint it. She might want to paint it some uh, weird color, oh. like you know, if it's burgundy. Not, yeah, if, I, I, ooh, I'm that's really too bright. For I'm me. really Sorry. only about forest green porches. Yeah, and then she's going to bring in men to come and work on it, right? Oh gosh, they who's going to babysit them? Oof. I mean, you know, let, let's 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 be careful here, and it's going to create a lot of noise. And it's going to be annoying. And you know, I'm I'm sorry, but you know, I'm a third one, one shifter, of those... so they can't work between the yeah. hours of seven a.m. and five p.m. Great point. Great point. Uh, th- th- one of those boards might come off and smash through my front window. Yeah. I mean, you you just don't know. You with never know. These one days. of those workers could really need to go to the bathroom, and now he's going to break into my oh. house to use my toilet. I might and see then something. I'm, I'm going to get shot oh, yeah. with a nail gun. Yep. There's there's clearly we we must stop this woman. And like uh, we could go all day on scenarios like this. Yeah. With the, that just, it, I mean, it just goes to show how crazy these people are being. Do like, they even have a permit? Yeah, and and that's the thing is like I'm I'm interested to see like let let's say even the government tried to step in like what could they really do? It's a, it's a federal program Winky's using, so it's a program that's already sponsored by the government. <laughs> now you want the government to stop using it? No, and then uh, it's their property. Their housing, the most that they could do, the local government could stop them building the cabins for the other 50. Okay, so, you know, they've got 34. So, a big whoop. You can't stop them from bringing in the 34, at least, because they've got the housing. that's just housing. I mean, hey, let's say, all right. uh, You could put in tents. Migrant workers, we'll we'll help you find local accommodations. Yeah. All of a sudden, (laughs) now they're they're living right next door to you instead of, like, a few blocks around. Yeah. In the other home next to you. Oh, no. Yeah, you're sharing a wall with them now because they rented the duplex next to you because you complained and now they're even closer to you than they are. Just <laughs> let Winky do what they want to do yeah. with their migrant workers. And if you you don't have a better idea, then you need to shove it and, and just go back to your house and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Ooh. So, yeah. Uh, other news articles? There was one about PFAS. Oh, is, uh, are we at quadruple the levels now? As the government allowed us to no, drink see, quadruple the, the levels of PFAS. The same time we talked about that article that um, that the the government upped the le- the legal amount 
the safe amount that we can have, they upped it so we can actually intake more PFAS. Um, Episode scientists, 17. Yeah, scientists came out with a study around that same exact time that that um, bill went through the House um, saying that, uh, that you know, it's actually more dangerous. I mean, what, where was it? That it was also say, like this new one um, is saying that with Senate Bill 1244, uh, the PFAS cleanup standards can be locked in and based on outdated um, science and an outdated database of toxicity criteria. So the unfortunate part of that is this new science is coming out. For some crazy reason, the House in their lame duck session before the, the, <laughs> the government went out. Very lame. Uh they want to lock in this amount too, so they so I don't know how long the amount is, but they want to just base it on this one science they have right then, an outdated one that new ones keep coming out, and our technology is only going to get better mm-hmm. theoretically. So right. you're going to find more and more out about PFAS because um, it's just it's getting crazy because they these things are are known to do where was it? They're known to cause like cancers and stuff. PFAS is so the fact that that the that the government is saying oh you can take more in now, but then a new science comes out and says ah it's not a good idea and yeah. we're finding more and more out we just still don't know everything about the PFAS and PFAS whatever they call yeah. all these things. This is like the FDA approving thermocell, even yeah. though it had known issues with causing um, uh, issues with uh, birth defects, and they're like no no it's fine and. All of a sudden, boop, uh, yep, still issues. It's like, oh, okay, well, well yeah. May- maybe, yeah, right here maybe not says, listen to the government on that. Basically, this provision would tie Michigan's hands and force the DEQ to use old science when determining whether or not the standard was protective of human health. So, I mean, you're just locking in so we, we can't change yeah. it. It's going to take another bill <laughs> to even change it. Well, this is like Schedule One drug for marijuana. Marijuana has zero medical benefits, and it's been that way since the 20s. And you're unable to change it. Anyone is, except uh, DEA, DEA, and uh, uh, federal legislators. So yeah, I mean the 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 PFAS thing. It it just goes to prove that you ha- when you have the government involved, you don't have them move quickly. And so you know this, just allowing again allowing uh, legal pollution to occur. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's essentially what what the government has, and you should just be safe, uh, feel safe, knowing that uh, double the the previous limit uh, is is uh, I guess very wand wanted by the government as as uh, being good for consumption. So I just want to know at what point of the food pyramid does PFAS fall under? Yeah. Very tippy top. Yeah, we're just supposed to have a little bit of six six meals a day. With this study, it says, however, the scientists would not make a recommendation for a new health benchmark for lifetime PFAS consumption (laughs) because science does not provide a definitive answer to that question. Um, More likely, it will be a range where health effects could be better minimized based on available evidence over time will become more apparent. So that's the biggest thing is the government wants to step in and say, this is how much you can have for the lifetime but it was one point now they raised it and now we got science saying like they actually have no idea because again they don't know enough about PFAS to really set a limit to say hey you're going to be perfectly healthy if you take 70 parts per million yeah. uh, or trillion through your ho- through your lifetime 
you know, from zero to 99, you're going to be perfectly fine. They, they cannot guarantee that. But yet the government, these, these scientists are saying that. And the government goes, ah, whatever. We're gonna put a, we're gonna put the benchmark on it because that's what we do. Like, why not? Why not? Uh, luckily, the new, the new governor elect. I mean, it sounds like she's gonna get pretty radical on this PFAS, but she's saying like, if it's if it's not a all hands on deck kind of cleanup, um, way that they're gonna do it, then they're not doing it right. So I mean, I mean, at least she's going hardcore on hey we need to clean up the PFAS thing because it is a it's it's a it's a human thing that we've created sure um, but it's just I mean it's a, again the government coming in saying ah oh, we'll, we'll put a standard on it we're going to control this kind of thing well and, and it's then, it's you know uh, public waterways so no one really controls it and yeah. it's uh, the government allowing uh, again it's it's legal pollution it's well, legalized like, and pollution. that's the downside is it's they're polluting our, our water uh, they don't even know what is going to happen to us in the long run. And all you can do is point a finger at the government, but they're just going to point 20 fingers elsewhere. <laughs> right. Where if we had a privatized water system and people are getting sick from this, uh, you know, uh, again, incentivize a private water system would be more incentivized to have better filters or get the PFAS out of it and almost entirely uh to and where do, they, they and do different they, testing on it. Yeah, you'd have a finger to point. You'd say, hey, company XYZ is in charge of this water that went right. to these people, and they're all dying of cancer. Yeah, they couldn't say, oh, you know, 20 years ago, you should have known that PFAS was killing us, uh, or, you know, wh- whatever the, the negative effects are. Yeah. You go, uh, hey, there are negative uh, consequences as a result of using your product. Uh, we can hold you liable. And you sue them, and you know you. you because good luck getting the government get to sue the government. Right. I mean, you, that that's the and that's the whole thing with like private companies. Even they can say, uh, you know, we we're we allowed double the amount of you know or you know the the uh, the doubled amount that the government says is okay. Uh, th- that's in there. So uh, w- what's the issue? The government says this is the amount allowable by law, and we followed that law. Well, you know, you, you don't want them just to follow the law. You want to, yeah. to have them to do what's right. But the government, by by setting these types of standards and and having a, a kind of this like public utility behind it, um, they, they you you don't have the ability to say, um, you know, like hey, maybe there was a better way to do this because the government has set that standard and people just go, well, you know, it should be safe because the government. That doesn't have, uh, you know, a, a bad thing to say about us. So, you know, uh, there it is. That's that was the standard. So that should be good. It's like the whole Flint thing too. Like it's a government controlled water. You don't see, uh, you didn't see, you don't see anyone going to jail for the Flint thing. No. But but you you flip that and you put a private company yeah, in charge of right. those. The CEO Great or point. whoever they can file it down to. It was that person that did that. Or the CEO is mm-hmm. going to have to face that if they can't find that one person, and they'd probably be sitting in jail right now because they would yeah. they would look at him and be like, "How dare you? You're a, t- a terrible person! You poisoned all these yeah. people. You didn't but make these checks beforehand. When you just wanted gov- to go the cheap route." It's people think they can somehow still hold the government accountable. You can't hold the government accountable because in the long run, with a government like that, it's the government that has to hold themselves accountable. Good luck doing that. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like the so uh, we were watching on Netflix the staircase yeah and uh, and they have a government agent who uh, essentially lied about uh, some of the findings but there's no talk in there about what's happening to that government agent yeah. or what changes uh, should happen 
or or anything I think like they that. They did say eventually he got fired, but like, I mean, he's Whoop lying about so many things. Yeah. Oh, you got fired, but you didn't. I mean, you you were you wrongfully sent people to like jail based on blood splatter yeah. things, and yeah. you don't get. You should get sent to jail then. Yeah. A- a- any any uh, amount of time that was taken away f- from people's lives should be added to yours, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, th- th- good. Yeah, you're right. Good luck having the government sue itself. Usually it's like, oh, I need the federal government to come in in order to sue the state government because the federal government has, you know, more power, supposedly. People, people just don't realize, like, all these companies, if we privatize so many more things, are incentive is a huge thing. Yeah. They are incentivized to do a better job than their competitors and better than the government was doing before them mm-hmm. so they get more business because profits is what drives them. The c- private companies aren't the government. They can't create money. They can't have a shutdown for a month and all of a sudden come back and be like, hey, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. can't just keep printing money. Yeah. They can't do all this. A private company... And they company, can't hold a gun to your head and say, yeah. use our service. A private company runs out of money and they're going to go out of business. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think people realize that when we talk about privatizing things, because that's what could happen. You yeah, could, it's a greater you can, responsibility. And, and something bad happens, you have a, a finger to point, and you can send that person to jail or do what you will with them. Yeah, or you know, if that waterway uh, or the waterworks company goes out of business or what, what have you, and um, you you know, you're not without uh, water. Someone who has the capital and the resources is going to go. Wait a minute, there's a a, a, a a customer group that's um, not being met with a resource that I can provide. I will I will spend the ten thousand dollars to acquire that defunct thing yeah. and come in and 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 try and uh, do it. Or you know you, you could have co-ops that come in and and everyone puts in you know twenty dollars to to um, have a have a good water business. I mean there there are many different ways to to create a business, but the incentive is there to say oh hey. Here's here's an asset that people need. You're gonna have for the demand. You're gonna have a, a supply for it. Yeah. You, you you just will. Um, so it's not like it's oh uh, you know Michigan Water uh, Company is shut down uh, now. No one in Flint is getting their water. It's like, yeah, it wouldn't no, like that's that's Someone not what's gonna happen. And be able to yeah, especially or if, if worse comes to worse, Elon Musk would come in, <laughs> yeah. buy the company, and then run clean water. Well, Matt, I'm I'm upset that that Elon Musk uh, is only spending a million dollars for uh, something that he uh, has no um, personal claim or responsibility in. I, th- I think he should spend his money elsewhere. I don't care if people if people say Elon <laughs> Musk is a is an alien or whatever. He's a good guy. I mean, if he's going to give any, if he gives anybody out of charity, I mean that that's what it is. Like you can have. I saw an article. Companies about come him. in with charity. Yeah, I saw an article about him that he stopped using robots, for, in his plant to build Teslas because he realized robots at this point can't deal with like issues really well that come up that humans can. And but it increased work on the workers, but he ended up working like 160 whatever hours that week because he wanted to show his workers that however bad it gets for them, yeah. it's going to be that much worse for him. Yeah, that's a good guy right there. But you know, it, it his his work is just counting money. It's not actually trying to create a new technology, a new yeah. way of thinking, um, a new tunnel system. I trying mean, to get yeah. rid of LA traffic. I mean, it's 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 pretty way, if, pretty if nuts. Any, what's levied against him? Four of you listening to us have not listened to Joe Rogan's podcast <laughs> with um, Elon Musk. You should really listen to it. Shout out to Joe Rogan. You're welcome on the show. Anyway. Yeah, enjoy enjoy our two two listeners who probably don't listen to you. Yeah, 
yeah so yeah i mean it's it's there's way more benefit to privatizing it yes um and also that it's not just you would have a monopoly come in although monopoly a natural monopoly which would probably never happen uh just says that you have the best service for the best price but you know why does walmart build a walmart next to every Meyer? It's because it sees a need and it wants to uh, extract as the the customer base away from from uh, from Meyer, and you know if Meyer does their market research and says a store is good here, well then you know having a Walmart two blocks down is uh, isn't going to be a, a, a you know a, a ghost town of a of a Walmart. Yeah. So um you know the Walmart's just doing good business practice and. Uh, Meyer is kind of regional, so you have I, th- I think they're in what eight states, maybe. Yeah, at the least the states that touch the lakes. Yeah, and uh, and so y- you have a company that can put a lot of resources into a small area, where Walmart's the opposite. They can do yeah. a lot of things in a lot of different areas. Yeah, I remember when Walmart went in on Gall Road, like right kitty corner from, because that was like the first Walmart supercenter that had groceries. <laughs> went in kitty corner from. Um, Meyer and guess who are both still running there? Perfectly yeah. fine. Both Meyer and Walmart. Yeah. So you might have different water companies run in, and you know it's the same thing with power companies and everything else. Internet's the same way. Oh, you know you're just gonna have too too much stuff underneath your house, and there's gonna be you know uh, no no room to move. It's like no, that's not what you have for any other service. I had a guy knock on my door telling me that one company. Uh, had just laid fiber optic cables in my area, so like they, I would that was available for me now. Oh man! So I could get a higher speed and everything. Jealous. But uh, but then we started talking, and I thought he was going to do the whole salesman route. But it was funny because he asked how much I pay for internet. I told him, and then he goes, "Oh well." He kind of was like, "Well, I'm I'm here just to inform you, you've got a pretty good price, and we can't beat that. So it's not." a big incentive for you to jump over but just let you know we're here if you'd like to switch over to our new fiber optic oh, man. you can I I would jump at the chance that'd be great yeah that's great that's but the, like so that, I mean that's one thing a company moves in mm-hmm. they can't beat the price I'm getting right now so it's like hey uh, I can and, um, so you've got two companies in there that are, are, are providing services for yeah. both so let's do it for other things education uh, oh, government, gosh, yes. <laughs> you know, water, power, uh, internet, like let uh, post yeah, with, office with the with the schools, everything. I think when people, people, the problem with that is what people imagine when you say privatize it. They imagine all private, like the private schools we have now, like Catholic private schools and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. where they're ridiculously expensive to go into. The, and so everyone says, "Well, they can't afford that." It's like that's not what we totally mean by private. We mean just taking the schooling out of the government's hands. Yeah, by force. Yeah, and and cuz the government's doing the one thing for ages that doesn't work. We're going to take it out of the government's hands and try th- new things that might work and see which one works and then we get the one that works and then that way you could get the one that works best for your region even. Mm-hmm. For your state, for your community. Yeah, for your child. I mean, yeah. the 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 whole um, you know, oh, it's the bad school. It's the alternative ed one. It's like uh, no, you've just uh, stopped uh, trying to teach people in the uh, listen and repeat uh, uh, st- statistical points 
the fact points and you uh, put an engine in front of them and they learn really well with um, with hands-on focus. When you go to it's like, oh, well, yeah, so the alternative approach to that caused my child to learn better. Oh, maybe people learn differently. And when you go to the alternative ed, can you still get your... Like regular diploma? Yeah. Or do they only give GEDs? Yeah, no. It's, it's, it can be a regular diploma or a GED. I don't know why I always thought it was only GEDs. Yeah, there. no. It's, it's just the same. But yeah, that's what's ridiculous. We already have something that just goes to prove, hey, you didn't learn in this stupid conventional way we've been teaching for way too long and it doesn't work. So we're going to throw mm-hmm. you this one alternative thing we have. Yeah. And boom, you've got your diploma. You excelled perfectly. Like That just goes to show one... You can't have cookie-cutter education. <laughs> if, if education is so important, uh, why not have it be the most open, customizable? Like you, We, we don't expect that from our TV anymore. Yeah, at least in Oh, colleges. I have to spend $80 to, to have uh, you know 500 channels when I want uh, package B that has half the channels I want more, but I have to spend 30 dollars more on top of that yeah. like no you we don't want it for our tv why should we want it for our children's futures and yeah, education I, that's like like college you can kind of do that if you don't do good in lecture halls you know to stay away from them kind of thing yeah so why can't we i mean college isn't a good example of doing the right thing um but like we need to do something like that for our schools more say hey my kid doesn't do good when he just talked at and showed PowerPoints. Oh, he's I, a hands-on learner, so send him to the hands-on course. I mean, I, I remember in high school, or middle school even, going to art class. I suck at art. I'm awful at art. Yeah. I can't draw a perspective. I can understand the ideas. If you want to test me on understanding the ideas, but ask me to draw a straight line and it'll look like, uh, you know, uh, something that Michael J. Fox drew. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it, it's the state then saying, I under threat of force my parents had to stick me in an art class at that time and i and i should want to get a high enough grade so that i get credit so that i can graduate yeah i, I mean ridiculous I you know i have i have zero musical talent but you know you stick a gun to my head and you tell me to you know uh, play the piano or the violin i i i won't even remotely succeed be beaten <laughs> yeah Jeez. yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure i'll be beaten in some way I'll be they, beaten to death. <laughs> Larry Sharp had a really good idea on that. Um, again, when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Joe Rogan, we'd like you to be on our show. Yeah. Um, but he had a good idea that it was where you take people who, you in high school, you can just divide it into two portions where you get the kids that are meant for college and know they really want to do the college route. So you send them college route high school. Uh, and then you get the kids that are like, no, I'd rather go into the trades. That's what I want to do with my life. I think I'm better suited for that. And then you send them to the trades route high school. And boom, you, you, because you got too many people going to college that don't really necessarily either are going to excel in college, need college, or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I, why if, not? Why not do something? If, like that? if high school is the area where you're supposed to have a general uh, education so you can pick to choose what you are interested why does it take people so long to um figure out what they want to do in college when you're spending 60 80 you know whatever amount you're spending on in college like yeah okay people change their minds and find uh, other areas from time to time but you know how come there isn't 
if 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 the main goal is to to have specificity in in your educational route to get you into the job that you want, why isn't high school not a, a general path of education, but a a desire to say, okay, you know, here your your math and science and you know the the stuff that is good to know. Not saying that no one should take a math class in their life because they suck at math. Like, yeah, it's it's good to know math, and you can teach concepts differently yep. uh, for people who, who don't get it the normal way. Um, or I shouldn't even say the normal way, the, the way that the state just kind of teaches it. Yeah, the new way the state wants. <laughs> or, or, or any way. Um, but you, you should have, you know, the, the education time frame be there to say, Okay, let's drill down and look at specifically what you want to do. Is it computers? Let's take a bunch of computer classes. Let's look at then you want to do networking or software or you know computer building or maybe you just want to uh, you know build the, the 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 machines or you know what about entrepreneurship? Like when when what school have you heard of that is is a uh, public school teaches you? Hey, uh, maybe one day you can own your own business. It's all about like. Oh hey, be a pharmacy tech. Uh, be you know, be a a teacher. Yeah. You know, d- don't don't do anything on your own. It's just kind of uh, there to 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 design you to, um, to 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 be a worker. Like a high school education should get you at least a labor job, yeah. but that's not what people want now, and and that's because we've over incentivized the the piece of paper college. that comes at the end of college. And not yeah. just saying, oh, well, you know, the migrant um, workers having to come in is a perfect example of this. I have too high of an education to, to go pick flowers. Uh, well, you know, that that's that's my desire. But you know what? If I can't find a job in my area with my degree, I'll be picking flowers. Yeah. Like with with college or with high school, too. Like I, I say one thing they were doing all right was was education for employment. I took a course in that. And that's why. I think school should, especially high school, should be more like that. It's it's kind of molding you. Like I was interested in architecture, so I went to another school, a different high school, because my high school, you know, they send you out to these things. Oh yeah, um, like CTE classes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they and they sent me to the to Kalamazoo Central to take architecture courses, and I took two years of that, uh, my junior and senior year, and my senior year finally made me realize I didn't want to go into architecture because. I enjoyed like the hand drawing portions of it where I'm at a drafting table and I'm like drawing out all these designs and everything like that. But the reality of it is you don't do that much hand drawing anymore. You might initially, yeah. but it's all it's CAD. All CAD. Yeah. So I press, oh, L <laughs> nine feet and a nine foot line pops up. So <laughs> I hated that so much. I hated working on the computer. So like it got me to realize I didn't want to go into architecture. So I didn't waste five years of my life because you have to get a yeah. master's degree before you can even think about being but open even, your own architecture. Even the way that that is set up, it's, it's, it's there to teach you like, um, like I, I did, um, computer networking yeah. and, and I, I could have went into that no problem with what I knew around it, but it was about teaching you not necessarily like whether or not you wanted to do it. It just kind of taught you the, the, the subject, yeah. which, which of course is an important part, but there was no like secondary, um, okay, you've mastered this. Let's look at what what are the roles for like a a, a drafter. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, 
here, here's what most drafters do. Let's let's go out and take a look at you know this uh, this firm for architecture. Yeah. H- how many people have drafting tables in front of them? They're, they're probably like encased in glass right now. Or, like oh, this, this is like, where our business first started. They have like four communal drafting tables that like if you want to draw it out at first you can go yeah. to that, but then you go back to your desk. Yeah. And you have cabinet. to you have to model it. But yeah, and like high school should be more something like that for for a, a, like broad strokes across the board kind mm-hmm. of thing where. Like okay, you think you're interested in this kind of thing? You should be able to do those kind of things, and and um, but mine was kind of like you said, mine was kind of just I took drafting class for two years, beginning drafting, and then like the next level up, and that's all I did. Luckily, that made me realize I didn't want to get into it. Mm-hmm. But like, it should be the, that kind of thing where like okay, you're interested in this, so here's your introductory course into that. Yeah, and like you said, go out, find out what you want to do, give you some of the information. I had to look up all the information myself of like how much schooling I would need to become an architect and like yeah you only need a bachelor's degree but to to work in architecture firm but you have to get five years you got to get a master's degree and I think you have to have like five years apprenticeship at an architecture firm or work I don't know if they call it an art apprenticeship still uh, to even think about being your own arch- like being having the title of architect mm-hmm. and like maybe one day open your own firm I don't know it's so much like that's the kind of information they could give you in a course where you'd be like, oh, because I knew from the get go, I'm not built for a master's degree. Like, that's just too much. For me. <laughs> well, and, and that might only be because of the current education model we do have. Not good be. You know, the, 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 there are. I'm not good at being talked at, even though I know I'm talking at you people right now sometimes. Yeah. We're, we're telling uh, you to do your own thing. No, but. I, I'm not. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at just sitting down and, and staring at a PowerPoint for 90 minutes in class. Like, yeah. And that's unfortunately what a lot of college is. Yeah, that's true. And and it's it's in college. I I think that's where I learned how to teach myself. It wasn't somebody, like yes, you could go to your professor and have time with him just or, or her and and, and go down or you know you get a tutor, but it was like okay. Uh, they taught you kind of high ideal concepts at first, and then you kind of drilled down into specifics, d- depending on your class, obviously. Um, so, like, uh, you know, I'm sure if you took, well, criminal justice. So you you did the theory, and then you looked at different types of uh, law enforcement or corrections or courts. And how has it progressed through the ages? Yeah, and so you kind of uh, got that understanding. But that was more for... That was even more for understanding criminology or, and criminal justice as a study and not really if you wanted to to act something out in that. Like, if you wanted to start your own um, private security company, having that degree, I don't, I don't think it was worth it. There's a lot of good stuff that comes from that knowledge, but... Yeah. Um, you know, if if you wanted to work for private security or anything like that, there are, there are way more specific... Um, um, areas of, of study or training that, that you should do in order to, to, to yeah, get like, that. Like I was just, um, cause you know, I think I'm in the long run going to be better suited if I want to finish my full on degree in, um, in online schooling. And I was looking at online schooling and they even like, they have like, okay, you go take Western, for example, you have like, what do you have the criminal justice major and you can minor in whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and whatever. They really. don't have, but this online school, some of them have like eight different sectors of the criminal justice major. Like one of them had criminal justice with like an emphasis on counterterrorism. 
Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if you if you want to if you want if you're getting your four year degree to go work for a three letter agency, um, four sometimes, uh, it, you know that kind of degree would be perfect. Like, oh hey, I've got criminal justice, but it's got a big emphasis on counterterrorism kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm sure they would jump at that. Like, there's so many, like these 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 public and private universities are not really like opening themselves up to like they're just doing hey here's your general criminal justice degree that that cops and social workers take like okay you're telling me i mean the only thing that separates a cop and a social worker with the criminal justice degree is the cop went to academy afterwards yeah that's like like that's the only thing that separates them because they got the same degree but let's say that part of the incentivization for a non-public school is hey uh school i'm gonna pay you you know sixty thousand dollars a year for four years at the end of it, I have a year to find the job in my field. I want you to be a part of that, and I have a, uh, uh, you know, uh, money back guarantee. I have a, I get fifty percent if I don't find something uh, within a year. And obviously, the contract would be like Does you know, University of Phoenix gets sued for that. Uh, maybe something like that. One of the online schools, the the for profit ones, got. Um, got sued for that stuff because they had like a guarantee hey we guarantee you'll find a job in your field mm-hmm. after you graduate in this certain amount of time and like nobody was getting jobs for these degrees and well, they good. Got that's sued when you it. sue for it and yeah. yeah sure and those things should shut down i don't remember the it's, outcome it's but. not a it's not a profit instead of people always want to say like all oh, these these fly-by-night schools and uh degree printers um th- th- that's that's what's the issue is that it's not it's it's public or it's it's private. It's not public. And it's like, well, you know, you could have that same thing for for colleges, the way that college is set up. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts instead of uh, a football alumni coordinator, they're going to be doing you know criminal justice job seeking coordinator. Yeah. And so it's it's going to find you, you know, even even things like we think of things like, okay, I want to do police work. But maybe there's something so specific within police work, like crime scene tech investigator. Like, yeah, how do you want to go be a criminologist? Yeah, and maybe that's what you, what you do. It's like, well, I still like the police work aspect of it, but I really like the evidence gathering. But I don't really want to carry drunks around. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, this this system is in place within the school to 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 identify that uh, desire in you to 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 do that. Unfortunately, for most schools, it seems like for that kind of thing. To then go farther into it and pinpoint yourself in a certain area, you've got to go on and give them even more money and go into a master's degree. Yeah. Like, here's, okay, you get your bachelor's in that. Now you got to go get your master's in criminology if you want to be a criminologist. Mm-hmm. Like, like I mean, it's just, it's kind of... I mean, if you got the money for it and you like it... Yeah, not everybody has the money, though, yeah. and, like, so many people would like those, but mm-hmm. not everyone has the money to... to or Well, I mean... You can always go into debt. That's what people love to do now. <laughs> yeah, the the, the um, you know the debt clock has has told us that we we're okay to go into debt. Yeah, we don't need to really pay anything likes back. To be in debt forever. Yeah. why can't I? <laughs> well, I'm, that was kind of a rabbit trail, but uh, I th- thought yeah, that was, was good. Um, I got uh, we got more, but uh, I think we'll hold it off for I next think episode. Our tangents went on tangents that went on tangents, and, and you know. Uh, we're all kind of on the spectrum in the libertarian scale, so maybe this is our maybe the bunny trails are our our version of the the spectrum. Yeah. So uh, you know, hey, it's it's not uh, incorrect content. Uh, 
Hope for, we didn't lose you guys along the way. Yeah, you followed it because, you know, you're listening to this now. Unless you just get forward and you found this perfect spot. So, good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, next time, uh, we'll probably do some more uh, local news and um, a few other um, areas that uh, I think uh, we have to talk about. Uh, but right now, uh, we thank you for joining us. And uh, please uh, share, like, subscribe, all those things. Uh, check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. Um, you know, leave us comments on uh, the iTunes, uh, anywhere that uh, you're leave us getting this. Uh, Ask us questions. I don't know. We'll get to it. If we yeah. get enough questions, maybe we'll just have like an answering questions podcast. Give us the hardest thing you can possibly think yeah. of. Throw them curveballs. Yeah. What I play baseball. I know what's up. <laughs> Swing to the outside. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, find out all those ways to get a hold of us. And uh, we thank you for listening, watching, whatever it might be. And uh, as always, live radically and live free. And down with the government. And, and privatize it. Yeah, privatize it. That's it.